Good morning. Welcome to another virtual worship here at the Friendship Baptist Church in downtown Aiken, South Carolina. On this uh, first Sunday in the month of September, as we also on the brink of a Labor Day weekend, we pray that uh, each of you will be safe and take all precautions to protect yourself as many activities are going on. I do want to take the time this morning just to say thank you to those of you uh, who sent cards and um, correspondence in the passing of my brother who was funeralized on last Saturday. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your cards. Thank you for your thoughts. But there is a word from the Lord this morning. And if you will, turn with me to the book of Job, Job chapter number 30. I'm just going to lift one verse this morning. Job. 30, verse 23, and I'm going to read two translations of the text. As always, I read at least three, but I want to share uh, two with you this morning, since I'm only reading one verse. According to the NIV version of the text, it says, I know you will bring me down to death, to the place appointed for all the living. The King James Version says, for I know that thou wilt bring me to death and to the house appointed for all the living. Uh, this morning, uh, I want to use as a, as a thought to place in your mind this morning, the place appointed for all the living. A place appointed for all the living. You know, the coronavirus pandemic has placed a scare that has been noticed all around the world. And that is the scare of death. Not that deaths have ever stopped, but it seems like more people are dying now like never before. And the voice of death is now being recognized everywhere. I want to suggest that it is not the coronavirus that most people are afraid of. It is the possibility of dying. We live in a world where many people live as if there is no end. That life on this side is forever. And I must say, all of us want to live as long as we can, as healthy as we can. You see, many people believe or think that only the elderly die, that only sick folk die, that only bad people die. But haven't you noticed that every day in this world, funeral homes are burying newborn babes, young children, young folks, old folks, middle-aged folks, teenagers? See, this alone tells me that longevity is not promised to anyone. It also lets me know that death will come to us all. Each and every one of us will have his or her own personal appointment with death. Yeah, I know this is not a funeral, but it is God's word. And God's word is there to help us to have a healthy thoughts, a healthy thinking when it comes to our life here on, on earth. Some seem to think 
They even have time to get right with God. But I just stopped by to tell you that uh, you may not even have the time that you think you may have. Because God's time is not tracked like man's time. Man's time is tracked by watch. Uh, man's time, you ask someone what time it is, and I say it all the time, most of us will reach for a phone, look at a watch, or some device that's tracking man's time. But there is a time clock that I believe that God has on all of our lives, and none of us know the real time of our life. We really don't know how much time we have. One thing that we do know that he woke us up this morning and allowed us to see a brand new day, a day that we've never seen before and a day that we shall never ever see again. So we do know that we have this day and this time. The question that each of us must address is when my time comes, when my time comes, when my appointment comes. Will, will we be ready? Will, will you be ready? Will I be ready? See, the truth of the matter is that none of us have any idea, don't know when, I like to say, don't know where, don't know how, and we really don't know what time that that appointment will come. Because we have uh, no control, really, over our appointed time that God has given us. As a matter of fact, we cannot even call in and ask when it will be. We can't even reschedule it. It's a time that God has already set. And I know that I'm right about this because too many of us have lost loved ones and friends that they never had time to call and say goodbye. Uh, they didn't have time to call and say, today will be my last day. They didn't have time to call and say, I won't be around tomorrow. They didn't have time to call. Why? Because they didn't know. But death comes like a thief in the night. We know that thieves just show up without warning. You see, there have been some cases where people may have felt that the end was near, but nobody knew the exact time that death would appear. Oh, I know I'm right about it. Often we have doctors, and, and I tell folks all the time, God bless us with doctors, and we need to use doctors, but they can't even give you the exact time. They may let you know that based on your, your physical condition and the health of the body that the time may be near, but they can't give you the exact time. Yes, in our sermon text. Brother Job shares his personal insight in reference to death. You know, a subject that we don't like to talk about it, but it's, uh, it's talked about it much in the Bible. Uh, it's in God's word. And if it's in God's word, it's something we ought to talk about. It's something that we ought to know about. It's something that we need to take to heart. Uh, we must not be afraid of death, but have a spiritual understanding of this event that we all will experience someday. Well, let's look at the text. As always, not to hold you long. Notice he says, and I'm going to read the NIV. I know you will bring me down to death, to the place appointed for all the living. You see, in this passage of Scripture, Job is responding to his life situation. And, 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 and we know the story of Job. If you've been... Uh, in church, any length of time, you've heard the, the, the Job story over and over again. 
Job was a righteous man. Job was a man who had been blessed by God. Job was a man who had plenty. Job was a man who was wanting for nothing. Job was a man who all of a sudden, within one day, loses everything, his health and all. Notice, Job lost his family. Job had lost his possessions. He, he lost his good health. He had lost his position in society. He had lost his good name. And when Job went through what he experienced, you remember the story, even his loving wife, his wife told him you need to curse God and, and die, Job. And then Job's friends, and all of us have friends, they even misdiagnosed why Job was going through what he was going through. They said, Job, you, you know you've done something wrong. Job, you've been in that situation. The Bible says before they even began to talk to Job that they sat there and they looked at him and they watched him. But finally, they came to their own conclusion that you're going through what you're going through all because you did something wrong. Job, Job you need to confess. You, 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 you need to let it be known what it is that you've done. You, you're not in this situation, huh? Because you didn't do nothing, Job. You did something. Yes. But Job himself cries out to the Almighty God in this 23rd verse. Job, after thinking over his situation, and I'm sure after listening to all the naysayers and all those who had something to say about his condition, Job, Job says something that we all should take to heart. Job says, I know you will bring me down to death, to the place appointed for all the living. Job knew God and that God was all powerful and that God was in control. And even in our life, we must come to know God for ourselves. And how do you know God for yourself? You, you come to know God for yourself when you are in a right relationship with him. Yes, we must have our own relationship with God. I know, I know, and I've, I've said it before, we, we like to talk about how faithful grandmama was and how faithful mama and daddy were uh, during their time. We, we watched them, we saw them, we heard them. The question is, what about us? What about you? What about me? Because God promised everlasting life for those who have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Right in John 3, 16, he makes it clear. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Yes, Jesus himself tells us that there is life at the death to those that believe. Life does not have to end when we enter into eternity. This 23rd verse of Job alone informs us of two important facts of life that we should come to know and understand. Yes, we need to understand two major things that Job shares as, he's gone, as he has gone through his trial. He's gone through the tribulations of, of life. Job has experienced some stuff that most folks would have thrown the towel in. But Job says something that's so important here. The first thing, the important fact, he says, I know you will bring me down to death. In other words, here he is, he's talking to God. He says, God, I, I know you will bring me down to death. In other words, when, when, when the Lord gets ready, 
Job says, God will bring me to that point. You see, what has come to others will, will come to us. Death will come to each of us. That is a guarantee. See, it doesn't matter how good looking you are. And I know there are some folks, everything is based on looks. But I stop by to tell you that looks will end one day. Does not matter how healthy you are, and we all ought to live healthy. And no matter how healthy we are, time will end. It does not matter how rich you are. We can save all the money in the world, but all we're doing is saving it for, just for somebody else because we won't be around to use it forever. It does not matter how poor you are. You won't be poor always. Yes, death comes to us all. Yo, I can tell you right now, there will come a day that I can call you and you, you won't answer. You will call me and I will not answer. But when God calls us, we all must answer. Yes, we must answer. Our response will not be, I might answer when the Lord calls. I will answer later. Or oh, I'm thinking about answering. No, we're going to answer right then and there. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, no matter what we're going through, no matter what we are involved in, no matter what's going on in our life, all of us must answer that call. Yeah, Job makes it clear that it's God that would bring me down to death. Not only that, not only that, but the second important fact, Job lets us know that not only will God bring us to our death, but he says he will bring us to the house appointed for all living. Yes, Hebrew 9.27 says, And as it is appointed unto me once to die, but after this, the judgment. We all will face judgment. And with that in mind, I must ask each of you, listening this morning or watching this morning, are you prepared? Where will you be? What will you be doing? How old will you be? Yes, when that time comes, when God bring us to that appointed time, hmm? or if I were you, I would not let death catch me without knowing and accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You see, God has made a way for each of us to have everlasting life. It's because of the provision that has been made by God. Death does not have to be the end of life. Death only ends life on this side. But it begins life everlasting on the other side. See, one cannot receive or live uh, in the promise made by God without going through a physical death. Death is unavoidable. Doesn't matter whether you be in Christ or outside of Christ. That appointment time will come. We all have a decision to make in this life in reference to our eternal destination. Yes, every day that he allows you and I to get up, he's given you and I an opportunity to have some say-so in where we spend eternity. Yeah, there are only two check-in stations in eternity. And I must warn you that uh, there are two doors with the big letter H on both of them. One is called heaven and the other one is called hell. Yeah, to walk through that door called hell, you don't have to do anything. Just stay the way you were born from birth. Now, we didn't come into this world saved and knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Just keep doing what you're doing. Ignoring the call of God. 
Not accepting his Holy Spirit to come in your life to rest, rule, and abide. Just keep on living. Stop by to tell you that time will come. But to walk through that door called heaven, you can't stay the same from birth. There has to be a change in your heart, a change in your belief. Yes, we have to have that spiritual makeover. You see, we must stop living life as if there is no end. We must live life knowing that there is an end. And when you live life knowing that there is an end, you will prepare for it huh? while you still have life, while the blood is still running warm in your vein. Yes, this morning, it's not a funeral, but it's a message to help us to be spiritually ready when that time comes. So how do we prepare? Well, in closing, I, I want to share with you <coughs> how to prepare. You know, as a pastor, I've, I've been pastoring for well over 20 years, and I've seen too many situations where we're not totally prepared. You see, the first thing to prepare, every individual should prepare for death with two life insurance policies. There are two policies that, that, that we ought to carry. You see, one is a financial policy, which will cover the physical body. And everybody should have life insurance. Uh, that's, that's the kind you got to pay for. That, 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 that's the kind that, that, that you've got to pay something monthly or however. But, but every individual ought to have, have that, that policy in place. Huh? Because we all will get to that appointment time. Then the second policy is that spiritual policy to protect the soul. Yes, the body will go back. To from which it came from dust, but the soul. And the cost of the policy for the soul, it is free. Yeah, it's free. Doesn't cost you anything. Yeah, and the name of the policy is called salvation, and the insurance agent name is called Jesus. Well, how do you enroll in the policy? Romans 10, 9 through 10 says that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the word says you will. Be saved. Some versions, depending on what you're reading, says, Thou shalt be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified. And it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. Yes, Job makes it very clear. I know you will bring me down to death, to the place appointed for all the living. And all of us that are living have this appointed place. Mm -hmm. that God will bring us all to. I pray that you've gotten something out of this message this morning. As a pastor, I've seen it too many times over and over again where we're not totally prepared. And the word makes it clear to us that we need to be prepared. We need to make sure. We need to have a healthy understanding about death. Not looking to die anytime soon. Don't know when, don't know where, don't know how. But I'm going to live the best that I can while I can, but at the same time, be prepared. So if you've yet to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, read Romans 10, 9 through 10 that I've just read to you. Believe it, accept it, confess it, and thou shalt be saved. Then as always, we ask that you would join a body of believers where you can grow in God's word.
that you will get stronger in the word. Because when you give your life to Christ, Satan gets mad. And I'm not going to stand here and tell you that everything is going to go well. No. But one thing I can tell you, he said, Lord, I'm with you. Always, even unto the end of the world. And the Lord will walk with you. And the Lord will talk with you. And the Lord will be right there with you. We can't get in on mama's salvation, grandmama's salvation, granddaddy's big mama, whoever it is. We can only get in on ours. Eternity, we all shall go. The question is, where will we spend it? And Job makes it clear that one day he will bring us all down to death, to the place appointed for all the living. Again, thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing. We ask that you would prepare as we carry out the Lord's Supper here on the first Sunday at the Friendship Church. Amen.